This week on The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature. We are not just artists, we're also cultural workers, we're activists, we're organizers, and we're educators. Art is our weapon, our, our medicine, medicine, our voice, and, and our, our vision. vision. I'm Neil Harvey. This week, it's drummer John Densmore of The Doors and climbing poetry on The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature. Hold a mirror to your heart. What does it reflect? What will be the message of the legacy we've left? We were born right now for a reason. We can be whatever. We give ourselves the power to be. And right now we need dream weavers, bridge builders, truth sayers, light bearers, food growers, wound healers, trailblazers, life lovers, peace makers. Give. What you most deeply desire to give every moment you are choosing to live or you are waiting. Art is not a mirror held up to reality, but a hammer with which to shape it. As Bertolt Brecht pointed out, art can shape reality. Virtually all social movements over the ages have come alive with a magnetic musical soundtrack, an eye-popping canvas of breakthrough vision, a theater of the absurd and the sublime. Art is a mighty river that takes us from one age to another, continuously refreshed by thunderous downpours and countless new tributaries. In an age when corporations channel that river and damn the tributaries to siphon off profits, Artists are often becoming escape artists, innovating wily ways to produce and distribute their work. In today's wired world, it often means DIY, do-it-yourself. In this half hour, we shoot the rapids of art and social change with the acclaimed spoken word duo called Climbing Poetry and drummer of the legendary Doors and longtime social change artist John Densmore. This is Art as Social Change, birthing the dawn of a new day. My name is Neil Harvey. I'll be your host. Welcome to the Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. Climbing Poetry, spelled P-O-E-T-R-E-E, is the dynamic duo of Alixa Garcia and Naima Peniman. They weave spoken word, hip-hop, art, and award-winning multimedia theater into a pulsing tapestry whose purpose is unwavering, to expose injustice, channel hope into vision, and make a better future immediate and irresistible. Climbing Poetry has blazed across stages around the U.S. and the world for over 10 years. Alixa and Naima are also innovative educators who lead workshops and institutions from universities to prisons. They performed at a Bioneers conference. I wonder if the sun debates dawn some mornings, not wanting to rise out of bed from under that down feather horizon. If the sky grows tired of being everywhere at once, adapting to the mood swings of the weather. If clouds drift off, trying to hold themselves together, make deals with gravity to loiter a little longer. I wonder if Rain is scared of falling, if she has trouble letting go, if Snowflake gets sick of being perfect all 
the time. time. Each one trying to be, you know, one, one of, of a kind. kind. I wonder if stars wish upon themselves before they die. If they need to teach their young how to shine. I wonder if shadows long to just for once feel the sun. If they get lost in the shuffle, not knowing where they're from, I wonder if sunrise and sunset respect each other, even though they've never met. If storms have regrets, if volcanoes get stressed, if compost believe in life after death. Climbing Poetry it's part of a piece titled Being Human. Art was, for me, a Band-Aid and a machete, you know what I mean? Or like gauze and a machete all at once. Alixa Garcia grew up between Colombia and the United States. At 21, she returned to Colombia to raise awareness of and document the travesty of Plan Colombia and its effects on the people living in the Putumayo region, people poisoned by the war on drugs, in the U.S.'s efforts to eradicate coca production using chemical spraying. She was active in Ecuador, protesting against the corporate-friendly free trade area of the Americas Agreement, and worked alongside indigenous and activist movements to effectively stop the FTTA meetings held that year in Quito. After she returned to the U.S., she soon hit a hard wall of depression. When art found me, when poetry found me, I was at the brink, like I was at the edge. So literally art saved my life. It's a key, you know. I very much see this gift as a key, and I intend to unlock as many locks as I can find with it along the way until I die. (laughs) Naima Pennyman grew up in Massachusetts and then moved to Brooklyn, New York, where she was inspired by her activist parents and her godmother, the radical poet Mae Jackson. Mm -hmm. She met Alixa when she was working to end the Rockefeller drug laws and leading weekly workshops in the women's jail in New York, where the majority of inmates were there on nonviolent drugs charges. The source of what I write comes from my deep love. I feel very much committed to being part of healing our relationships in this time. I think there's a lot of brokenness and separation that's happening inside our own bodies and inside of our relationships to each other, inside of our relationships to this planet, between our various cultures and nations. Just a lot of separation that needs to melt away and a unification that needs to happen. We were born right now for a reason, y'all. The reason is up to you. Just think if so much is controlled by so few. Imagine how much so many of us could all do when you consider this system runs off of our fuel. If we stop running along, we see just who's ruling who. The game don't exist if we don't play by its rules. So don't be scared of the spark in the 
spell of great darkness, or afraid of the light in the moment of dawning, or the heights you will reach when you rise to your calling and release. All your rain, call it flying or falling. Let go of your wanting and give in to your longing to live free of possession and full of belonging to the intricate infinite. We're all a part of the web that you wove in a dream you'd forgotten was the creator awakening into our conscience condensation of a vapor into a droplet of water climbing poetry with part of their piece called awakening six months after they met both age 21 Alixa and Naima embarked on a cross-country tour with a performance that looks at the two faces of the drug war, domestically and in South America, called Uniting the State of the Americas. They've been touring and teaching ever since. Both are accomplished visual artists, painters, designers, and muralists, and have been growing a large collaborative fabric installation called Stitched, which stands for Stories, Testimonies, Intentions, Truths, Confession, Healing, expressions, and dreams. They were intent on transforming their personal artwork and amping up the effectiveness of their mission. How can we engage our audiences? How can we make something bigger than us? How can we bring the community in? And that's where Stitch was born. And how do we collect these stories? And we started putting square pieces of cloth on seats when we did workshops, etc. Inviting people to write their story, their testimony, their intention, their confession, their dream, et cetera, et cetera. And it's incredible what happens when you give people an opportunity to anonymously tell a truth. That's as simple as that. How do you tell the truth? And the release that comes from that. There's so many stories and Stitch where people are like, wow, I've never said this to anybody, but this will be the first step towards my healing. You know, or somebody's like, yo, let me shout out the fact that I'm the first person to graduate high school, the first person to graduate university, etc. People write an anonymous truth about their lives on the six inch by six inch fabric squares, which are stitched together. With over 5,000 squares to date, the tapestry measures eight feet high and extends over 300 feet long. And so it's great for teaching anti-oppression, anti-racism workshops. We've used it to talk about all types of issues. People talk about surviving interpersonal violence and sexual violence in this. We're able to do healing workshops around that type of thing. So we're just really grateful for this collective process that's obviously so much bigger than us. And um, we joke that we're creating a prototype for a new American flag. So <laughs> one that's filled with thousands of handwritings and colors. They took Stitched, their new American flag, to an Iowa detention center. I just remember entering this very cold, stagnant, white, fluorescent, lit, super sterile place. And when we hung Stitched in this tiny room, we were there to work with all the women, the women population in the juvenile detention center. And all the cops were looking inside the room like, there must be something illegal against this. Like, why is there all this color being hung everywhere? You know? And now I love that moment. And then um, the young women came in, and they came in hard. But as soon as they saw the color, you could see their shoulders relax. They, they kind of were taken aback. And we were with them for two days. And as we proceeded to be with them, we got deeper and deeper. And we were doing, you know, um, 
this multi-sensory workshop where we blindfold our participants and tap into imagery using the other senses beyond your visual, which is what we're so reliant on as writers. It's like our, our eyes. And one of the sisters through her blindfold was just crying through the workshop process, a very meditative, very like beautiful um, exercise. And when that exercise was done, we asked them, you know, how are you? How are you? How do you feel? And this young woman had been there the longest and was going to be there the longest. And she said, I've never felt so free in my life. Climbing Poetry is also creating a multimedia social justice curriculum for high school and college undergraduate studies. Here's part of a piece from their music CD titled Ammunition. It's the ancient drum we take sips from when the slave ships come to take our sons. It's that ancient home that strengthens us to break the guns and reclaim the sun with sacred love that makes us one. Climbing Poetry's Ancestors Watching. When Rainforest Action Network helped me get busted with Bonnie Raitt for the Redwoods, I said, I'm from the Doors Action Network. Big laugh. But on a personal level, I have always been a fanatical environmentalist. John Densmore toured the world as a founding member of the iconic musical group The Doors. He's co-written and produced numerous popular albums and a wide repertoire of genres. Inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1993, he's the author of the best-selling autobiography, Riders on the Storm. And The Doors Unhinged, Jim Morrison's Legacy Goes on Trial. He's produced award-winning social issue documentaries, including Road to Return and Juvies. I'm not a scientist. I'm an artist. All of us do our activism to varying degrees. Some people are out on the streets, which is fabulous. That's democracy in action. Some people are working on their inner life. I mean, here's a curve. William James said that history is made deep within the soul. What? History? I thought that was outside. You know, so that's that interior thing. Like Morrison, Jim Morrison, he didn't write make a grave for the Vietnam soldier nestled in your hollow shoulder. He didn't want to be that overt, but everybody knew. Breakfast where the news is read, television children fed, bullet strikes the helmet's head. Um, that was his way. So maybe whatever your area, as a writer who never leaves the room or as someone who gets arrested every month, I've been arrested a couple times, but it's not my main thing. Um, maybe we all just have to up the ante in what we do in our area. Up it big time and, and pray. <laughs> when we return, John Densmore performs Jim Morrison's American Prayer and then more truth-telling from Climbing Poetry. This is Art as Social Change, Birthing the Dawn of a New Day. I'm Neil Harvey. You're listening to The Bioneers, revolution from the heart of nature. One day I woke up in prison, searching for something as certain as the concrete against my palm. I am writing this poem to survive. Oh, 
To explore all available Bioneers radio shows and video programming, please visit Bioneers.org. As John Densmore says, up at big time and pray. He performed Jim Morrison's poem, American Prayer, at a Bioneers conference. Jim Morrison's American Prayer. Do you know the warm progress under the stars? Do we know we exist? Have we forgotten the keys to the kingdom? Have you been born yet? And are you alive? Let's reinvent the gods, all the myths of the ages. Celebrate symbols from deep elder forests. Have we forgotten the lessons of the ancient war? Do you know that we are being led to slaughters by placid admirals and that fat, slow generals are getting obscene on young blood? Wow. I'm sick of doubt. I'm sick of dour faces staring at me from the TV tower. I want roses in my garden bower. Dig royal rubies like the pioneers. O oh, great creator of being, grant us one more hour to perform our art and perfect our lives. John Densmore's second book, The Doors Unhinged, recounts the courtroom high drama triggered by the lawsuit he brought in partnership with Jim Morrison's estate against his two former bandmates. They were violating the band's original pact that all band members had to agree on business decisions. At issue was reviving the band under the Doors' name, but with a new drummer and lead singer, to make money. I just couldn't envision uh, the Doors without Jim. It's like the Stones without Mick or the Police without Sting. And that's what was happening. And so I called Jim's estate and I said, we, we, we got to... Uh, we got to start a train wreck. I, uh, and after five years of horrendous hassle, the doors were put back on their hinges. So I'm trying to preserve the legacy. This is where Jim, when he was alive, went crazy. We had an offer. Come on, Buick, light my fire. Big money back then. We're young. Oh, boy. And Jim said, yeah, I'll smash the car on television with a sledgehammer. Oh, that's a no. <laughs> so he's dead. He's my ancestor. I'm not going to let that go. I'm going to honor that as much as I can. John Densmore and Jim Morrison's estate won the bare-knuckled case. For the book... He rejected publishers' demands that he recycle more old Morrison rock star ground. Instead, he went DIY and self-published and self-marketed the book he wanted to write. For him, 
Art is a sacred trust. He reads what fellow Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Tom Waits wrote in support of an article Densmore published in The Nation magazine about preserving the sacredness of music. Songs carry emotional information and some transport us back to a poignant time, place, or event in our lives. It's no wonder a corporation would want to hijack a ride on the spell these song casts and encourage you to buy soft drinks, underwear, or automobiles while you're in their trance. Corporations are hoping to hijack a culture's memories for their product. They want an artist's audience, credibility, goodwill, and the energy the songs have gathered as well as given over the years. They suck the life and meaning from the song and impregnate them with promise of a better life with their product. Densmore has also written about the sanctity of the live performer audience exchange, describing it as a gift that can create instant community. Music is the thread through my entire life. My girlfriend's a painter, and she sees the world. I hear it. And actually, I think, to me, the length of a sentence is a musical question. If it's short, it's percussive. If it's long, it's melodic. Or a run-on, and you better edit. So uh, music is under everything for me. I mean, music is vibration, you know. And so, you know, you hit this. And if you listen all the way to the silence, like Cage is talking about. And there is a meditation. Since the height of the social, political, and environmental movements of the 60s, John Densmore has kept the beat of his values steady through his music, writing, meditation, and environmental action. Now he sees the unfinished business of the 60s cycling back around like the hangover from hell. we got to figure it out now, or we'll be... <laughs> so um, it's the 11th hour, and we've got to learn our lessons before we get wiped out. But we are resilient. We do learn quick. Once we get it, let me uh, do something here. A little drumming prayer for the, for the crossing. This is a Doombeck Mideastern instrument, an area that's kind of volatile. I just drum for peace. John Densmore. Again, Climbing Poetry's Naima Peniman. As much as it's important to critique the current system and the breadth of problems that we're up against, it's so important, I think, the role of the artist to move from chanting down the problems to really being a voice for helping to illuminate the solutions that already live amongst us. We need to hear more of the good news, of the gospel, of what's transforming right now, the healing that's happening, because that's what keeps us alive and inspired. That's what gives us new ideas to bring into our own movement work in our local communities, you know? That's something I've been learning through our work, is like, what we need more than anything is to know what's working, what's, what is possible, you know? What is transforming? What are the solutions? How can we cross-pollinate those amongst our communities? 
It's time for us to surface from below the ground, swallowing the light of day. A seed fed by sunbeams pulled from the darkness, seduced by morning's grace. We are the oak tree held inside the shell. We are the bark the fire fed. And if you split us open and set our souls aflame, we will give you back the sun. Watch darkness flee and birth the dawn of a new day. Thank you so much. So right quick, you know, at the end of the verse, how's it go? We are the oak tree. We're calling out all of us as oak trees. And the reason for that is because we learn from nature. Right? In New Orleans, when Katrina hit, everything was uprooted. Homes, people, piping. But the oak tree stood strong. And the oak tree stood strong because instead of taking its roots and going deep and solitary, mm -hmm. it interweaves right below the surface with other oak trees in the surrounding areas. And you can't bring down 10 oak trees. You can't bring down 100 oak trees. Okay. And it's so important for us to look at nature, to see this is an unnatural disaster. Here is a storm. Category nine, and we withstood that storm. And how do we withstand this storm, these unnatural disasters, this war, this poverty, this police brutality, you know, this racism? How do we withstand that? We, we connect, connect in, in the, the underground, underground, my people. people. We connect in the underground. Don't sleep. poetry. Artists and musicians climbing poetry and John Densmore, shooting the rapids of art and social change, birthing the dawn of a new day. You can see and hear more from climbing poetry or explore more Bioneers radio shows and video programming online at Bioneers.org. For information on attending the National Bioneers Conference and Bioneers events in your area, please visit Bioneers.org or call 1-877-BIONEER. The Bioneers, Revolution from the Heart of Nature is a production of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute. Executive producer, Kenny Ausubel. Written by Kenny Ausubel. Senior producer, Neil Harvey. Managing producer, Stephanie Welch. Interview recording engineer, Jeff Westman. Our theme music is taken from the album Journey Between by Baca Beyond and used by permission of Hannibal Records, a Ryko Disc label. Additional music was made available by Climbing Poetry at climbingpoetry.com. For more music information, please visit radio.bioneers.org. The opinions expressed in the Bioneers Revolution from the Heart of Nature radio series are those of the presenters and are not necessarily those of Bioneers and Collective Heritage Institute, the underwriters, or this radio station. My name is Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. I invite you to join the Bioneers in inspiring a shift to live on Earth in ways that honor the web of life, each other, and future generations. This is program number 1114. This program was made possible in part by Organic Valley, pasture-raised organic dairy products bringing the good from our family to yours. Visit organicvalley.coop. Mary's Gone Crackers, healing the planet through conscious eating, gluten-free and vegan products since 2004. Learn more at marysgonecrackers.com. John Masters Organics, feel good about looking good. Visit johnmasters.com.
Funding also provided by a grant from the Park Foundation dedicated to heightening public awareness of critical issues and by the generous support of listeners like you.